Alright, so we're going to the bottom of the ninth in Fenway. Yankees are up 8-3. John Carlo home run. Glaber's Horace home run. Multiple games all over the place. Uh, you know, Kyle Schwarber couldn't catch a pop-up. That led to the seventh run. Three runs start the game. Two singles, then a big double by Judge. Then a couple more hits after that. Garrett Cole pitched very good. His only trouble was a home run to Rafael Devers in the sixth. And this is what the Yankees need. Currently, Twins going to the bottom of the eighth. They're up 3-1. So this, if it all stays the same, a game under the Red Sox for a first wild card. And if it all stays the same, we'd be two over the Blue Jays for the second wild card. So things get very, very interesting tomorrow with Nestor Cortez on the mound. Um, in a game like this, it was super important for the Yankees to score first. And I even said this earlier. Score first and have Garrett Cole do a scoreless first. This way, Garrett Cole don't get out of you know, pressure as, okay, I got to be perfect. And thank God the Yankees did that. Because if they didn't score first, then this game is a whole big different story. And who knows, maybe they still get the other four runs, so they technically would still be up. But you never know, things things change to fit the facts of the game. Because what if the Yankees don't score in the first? What if Cole maybe pitches with more stress and pressure? So, even... Even though you like to think that he pitches the same without a three-run lead in the bottom first, he may pitch with more pressure. So, stuff like that can change things. Um, And if you're a Jordan Montgomery, you're probably seeing this. Okay, I'm sure I probably won't get this Sunday. And honestly, they're, they're still going to pitch him because, you know, well, hey, but... Just for that reason alone, I wouldn't pitch Montgomery just because of that. It has nothing to do with his pitching performances because he pitches good. But it's weird. That's the only starter they really don't score for. Um, Jameson Tyon could also be starting in Toronto, which is big. And I'll say it. I said it. I'll say it again. They cannot and should not use Corey Kluber again. And this is also why... Giving him eleven million is stupid. What they should have done, one to two million, with performance bonuses for maybe a whole total of five or six million. But they learned their lesson, and hopefully, if he comes back next year, you'll do what a something similar to what I just said. You know, or maybe low guaranteed deal than more with performance bonuses. But even even with the no hitter and the eight inning shutout start and a, and a couple starts in between, you know, he had he had a total of like three to five good starts around there. But more bad than good, so you also wasted his first couple starts coming back. Um, so there's that. Chad Green in the ninth, and I'm perfectly okay. With with what they're doing, you know, I, I, me personally, I would have done Garrett Cole 6, Herman the rest of the way, but they use Wandy tonight, they use Holmes tonight, they use Green, 
So I would not have done it that way. I, I would have given it a complete rest. But now you're most likely going to see Seve tomorrow. You also will probably see Herman. And another reason why it's good that they didn't have to use Seve tonight. Because now it's three full days rest. And with the and with the lead you could do that. With with this kind of lead as Chapman is warming up in the bullpen now. You could do that. So it's very important and things stay the same all around. And that will benefit the Yankees. Yes. Um... Who fits well, and this is what you needed. I did. I tweeted before that this is this is like one of Cole's biggest starts of the year, um, and Cole had to come out and show out, and he did. And Cole did good. The offense did well. Scored early. Scored often. Giancarlo Stanton hits a hits a three one golf shot. You know, Glaber Torres is hitting good for that. Every single person on the Yankees, including. Nick's favorite guy, Brett Gardner, got at least one hit. That is awesome. Yankees, 14 hits, 8 runs. If the Yankees keep this up, they should make the playoffs. They definitely should make the playoffs. And here's the, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, Nick, about that. They should. They have to. He's a good pitcher. But it's just weird how they just, they just don't... Score for money. If I'm Monty, I, I mean, I'm looking at everyone that all. Like, why are you not scoring for me? Like, why can't you do what you did tonight for me all season? So that's what if, if I'm if I'm Monty, I'm doing. But you know, but there is one out. That Green got the strikeout. If the Yankees can hold their two outs away from winning this game and win the first game. The Yankees gotta go to me seven and two in this stretch, and they're in the playoffs. Seven and two, and they're in. What say you? I've I've been saying seven and two. A lot of Yankee Twitter seem seem to think six and three is enough. And I even even if they win today, I still won't think that. I think they need seven and two. So so that's pretty much easy. And. You just got to win. You know, you're starting Garrett Cole Wednesday. So, that's that's most likely going to be his last regular season start. Because if you have to go to him on Sunday, next Sunday, 162, that now means you're doing that. Because either your wild card spot is in question, or you can get the first wild card. So, I'd rather not pitch Cole regardless and throw anybody else. Because after that game, you're going to get a day off. So... I would even go bullpen game, or I'd use that game to where you could go a little bit of everybody, a little bit of Herman, a little bit of Sevy, a little bit of Green, a little bit of Holmes. You know, I assume J-Mo would pitch Tuesday or Wednesday, so if he pitches Tuesday, 
you know what? You could start Jamison Tyon someday. That's what you could do. If he pitches Tuesday, you can start Jamison Tyon someday. So you know what? That's what I would do. I would give him the second start. And this is also, of course, depending on how health-wise he he bounces back from his first start. Um, but that's what I would do. So regardless, I'm not even pitching Garrett Cole. The only way I'm pit, even though I think the Yankees want the first wild card spot, if you want the first wild card spot, do that in Boston and Toronto. If you go into Tampa without that first wild card spot, I ain't going for it. So that's the only way I'm pitching Garrett Cole on next Sunday is if the wild card spot at all is in jeopardy. Otherwise, I go Jamo. Yeah, and, and the Yankees have to win those games. If you look, if you look at Boston's remaining games, they got the Orioles and the Nationals, and Toronto. They got the Yankees and Baltimore, and we got Toronto and Tampa. So the Yankees absolutely gotta take care of business, man. They gotta win the games. They they got to because. Because there's no guarantees that you know that the bad teams are gonna are gonna be beating the good teams because everything will come down to earth. So my thing is though is the Yankees have got to win, and this kind of offense it can't be it cannot be oh okay we're gonna score we're gonna score eight runs today and we're gonna just score three runs Saturday. Nah, bro, you gotta be consistent. And aside from Stanton's three run bomb. A lot of Yankees home run, a lot of Yankees runs were manufactured, you know, like us, like how 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 the first how the first let off single one run grounded grounded over two runs, you know, base hit three runs. The Yankees the Yankees have to learn how to manufacture runs without always being home run dependent, and they can do what they did today. They can they they can go seven and two in this stretch, but they gotta do this consistently. Consistency is the key. Because the Yankees have been consistent at being inconsistent. Big strike up by Chad Green. Now one out away, which is which is very important. You're right. I mean, you know, Yankees, Yankees, they got to use these games to try to change up their approach a little bit. And they did that today. It can't be all home run or nothing. You know, walk, single, single, double here and there. You, you got to try to do that because when it's all home run or nothing in the playoffs, you're going to lose because the pitching is better in the playoffs. Uh, still 3-1, bottom eight, two outs. You know, run on second with the Red Sox. Kike is up, two walks, two singles. Also scored a run. Two walks were against Garrett Cole. So there's that. Week three of the NFL, which means also week three of our football picks. Currently, I'm up 3-2. But week three, James, you know, he's he's tired of taking your king, your daddy's dick. And he's tired of losing. So not only is he doing his dollar pick, which automatically means we're tied. But he's also doing his definite. And he's riding on the Baltimoreans 
and the Denver Broncos. So, Andrew, when I say this, and as the Yankees win a three, they did what they had to do. So far, they're 4-0 in their last four. Much needed dub. But James is hoping little Zach Wilson stays little for one more week. That's what he's hoping for. And he's hoping the Baltimoreans, the Baltimore Ravens, find something. Now, because, because James chose to do that, I'm using my definite as well. So, either way, we're going to be tied, or one of us is going to have a, or one of us is going to have a two-point lead. But, if he has a two-point lead, you know, since I'm the king, I ain't scared, I ain't worried, plenty of season ago, plenty of season. But... James also overplayed his hand. What he should have done was just use his definite. Which way he would have either took the lead over me or we would have been tied. And then he, he still would have had his easy maximum pick. Because I have a feeling James will not use his super definite before we gate. And I have a funny feeling. And and he 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 may just do something different just to prove me wrong. Because, you know, he's like that. But I have a funny feeling. Between week 6 through week 8. He's going to see not easy games. And he's going to be forced to pick a bye. And just in case anybody doesn't remember, the bye means James James doesn't have pick that week. So let's say he used it in week six. James don't have a week six pick. Means he can't gain points, but he can't lose points either. But what does that mean for week seven? I would get to choose. James pick. So, for example, if it was the New York Jets versus the Kansas City Chiefs, James, James, James picks the Jets. James picks the Jets, which guarantees it. Because there's no way Zach Wilson's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Or, or, like, say it was, like, the Detroit Lions against the Bucks. Just any bad team versus any good team. That's, that's how it would happen. So, James, I get you, I get you tired of getting beaten, my guy. But why did you do what you did, bro? Listen, it's go big or go home. And I have a big risk with the Denver Broncos. I'm confident that the Ravens will take care of their business against Detroit. Against Detroit. Even though, uh, hopefully, you know, 
um, Campbell don't tell his players to bite or bite the Ravens kneecaps because that that that's not okay. But as far as um the Bronco the Broncos games was a little bit concerned because I I said this off recording, so I'm going to bring it on the table. Like Michael K said, I'm going to undress the curtain. I was torn between the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys against the against the Eagles. My, I was I was leaning towards picking the Dallas Cowboys, but I didn't feel confident in doing. I I just didn't. Something something didn't feel right about picking the Cowboys. So I asked. So I went with Denver for two reasons. Number one, the biggest reason is Bridgewater at this stage of his career is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson's a rookie. And number two. The defense is extremely better. So those are the two main factors why I went with what I did. And look, I am sick and tired of coming in last. And look, uh, there's a chance that all my picks are going to hit. And there could be a chance that one of, uh, one of Nick's picks don't hit. <laughs> gonna, gonna, but, but I am, that's a risk. Tell him my picks. Go ahead, go, go, go ahead. Tell him my picks. Nick decided to pick the, oh my God, the struggling Arizona Cardinals over the winless Jacksonville Jaguar. The sec- Nick decided to pick the struggling Arizona Cardinals against the winless Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs over the Los Angeles Chargers. And for full disclosure, the Chargers, the, the Chiefs pick is a double win for, for Nick because if the Chiefs win, it helps his picks out. Hold if on. Chiefs- Twins are now one out away from taking a dub. Which helps the New York Yankees. Go ahead. Awesome. It's a double win for Nick because if the Chiefs win, it helps him in his picks. If the Chiefs lose, he gets to come and say, oh, Mahomes losing back-to-back game? And you call him baby goat? Would I do that? Did something occur? Did something happen that I wasn't aware of? Of course you would. Audience, don't listen to him. He don't play dumb. Like, Nick is very calculated. And the Minnesota Twins get the dub. Yo, shout out to our sons. Minnesota, we love you. Now the Yankees have a two-game lead on Toronto. But, yes. Man, listen, listen, listen. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick. You feel me? You understand? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Trevor Lawrence is legit. And Justin Herbert, I mean, he a, he a star quarterback. So, I I don't get why you think I picked easy picks. What's wrong with you, son? The Chiefs ain't that good. I mean, they got that ass stomped in the Super Bowl last year. And, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, what did they do lately? So, I I don't understand why you think I picked easy picks. What's wrong with you, sir? Anyways, well, enough of your, your lies and slanders. How, how are they lies? Didn't I just those facts? Did, didn't the Chiefs get stomped out in the Super Bowl last year? Isn't Trevor Lawrence the number one pick? I mean, I mean. Those are irrelevant to what's happening right now as we speak. Because losing in the Super Bowl 
pass and being number one pick does not pay a recollection of what's happening. The Chiefs are still a good team, and the Jaguars stink. And Urban Meyer is going to kill the poor Trevor Lawrence career. Man, I don't want to hear your, your garbage. <laughs> on, on a positive note, New York Knicks got all their players vaccinated. Good job, Knicks. But Kyrie Irving is still not vaccinated, which begs the question, will Kyrie Irving get vaccinated? What do y'all, what do you think? And also, same with Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is not vaxxed, which means he cannot play in the new wonderful Oracle Park, Oracle Arena in San Francisco until he gets vaccinated. I mean... Are these players really going to be willing as right now the Mariners are up 3-0 and we need the Angles to win? Because they are close. They are close to the Blue Jays. So we kind of need the Angels to win. And A's are up 3-2 over that show. These players are really trying to say that just not being vaccinated is that important to them. So, obviously, being not vaccinated is more important than playing basketball. So, if that's how they feel, good. Let them not get paid. Let them be trashed by fan bases. And let it rock, kid. I just wonder how, I just wonder how what's going to happen. Because Kyrie seems to be so dead fast against taking the vaccine. And all of a sudden... Man's man's now might have to be forced, you know, might have to be forced to take the vaccine. So, like, I don't want to take the vaccine. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Kyrie's going to do because if you were smart, you take the vaccine. That's why as much as, like, Nick likes to clown the Knicks because he usually does it just to bust my chops, seeing that every person on the Knicks, including James Dolan, the medical staff, the workers, and the players all vaxxed. That means everybody is all important and all clear to go. But Kyrie, man, you know, that's crazy, especially when Stephen A. Smith came on first take and he said there was a, there was a thought that the Brooklyn Nets wanted to trade Kyrie for, you know, to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. But KD said no. So now... Kyrie not taking the vaccine. He can't practice in Brooklyn. I wonder what's going to happen to poor little Kyrie. And these athletes, y'all want to be against the great nah, bro. You got to follow the rules just like everybody else. Well, that's up for that. Small's Yankee game is 4 o'clock game. You know, Yankees. Yankees, Yankees got to win tomorrow. Because once you're now one game back, from the first spot and two games over for the second spot, you now cannot go backwards. So they're obviously not going to win out. They're not going to win the next eight in a row. It's just not going to happen. But you have to play with that urgency. So, Nestor, go do your job. Offense, go show up. Minnesota Twins. Keep doing work. And and I have a feeling Blue Jays are definitely definitely winning tomorrow. And I'll and I'll even say this. Red Sox wear their regular home uniforms, the white with with the Red Sox across the chest. 
And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say this. I think the Red Sox win tomorrow. Because they're pissed. Their streak ended tonight. And I'll be real honest. At first, I trashed those Red Sox uniforms. But once you realize why they're wearing them, and a lot of people trash it without knowing why. And I and I even did the same at first. But they're wearing it for the Boston bombing. They got the area code 617 on the side of, of the patch. So, and the yellow part, alright, I get it. That part's not that great. But, but, but the blue is dope. There's nothing wrong with the baby blue. So, I get it. It's the Red Sox, and that's probably why people are just trying to trash them, just to trash them. But come on, man. Not not everything is that goddamn serious. But that's what I really think is going to happen. I think the Blue Jays is going to win tomorrow. And the Red Sox is going to win tomorrow. So if that happens, that brings us back to just where we started today. But for right now, it's not like that. And, and we need it to stay like this. We need it to stay like right now. So what we do need is for, is for me to be wrong. And I'll be perfectly okay with being wrong. Because that would mean we're three up in the second wild card and we're tied for the first wild card. That's what we need. The Yankees need to sweep the Blue Jays or the Red Sox. You're not sweeping the Rays because the Rays can go into next weekend with needing that series for home field throughout the playoffs. Which means every game would unfortunately be at the trap. So that's what the best record gets you. But and, give us the last thoughts, kid. Can we give a big shout out to Jared Carabas? Because Mr. Carabas says his table wasn't working. And then he tweeted that we'll go, Garrett Cole's a bitch. As Devers gives up when Devers gave him get that 3 1 home run. Then he makes a tweet about nine minutes tomorrow, socks tomorrow. And can, can Jared, can, I wonder if Jared will have cable tomorrow. Do you think Jared will have cable tomorrow? I don't know. He might got to talk to his provider. And he was with, and he was actually with Eric Hubs and, and the Short Porch Podcast watching the game. And last thing, quickly, uh, mark your calendars down for all you nerds out here. October 13th, it is the start of the national hockey season. Rangers, Capitals, Canadians, Maple Leafs, Blackhawks, Avalanche, Oilers, Oilers, Canucks, and Jets, Ducks. And your beloved New York Islanders open on the 14th against the Carolina Hurricanes. And that is what we're going to end up with. In the words of Chance the Rapper, let's do that hockey.